electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Google getting strict on remote work by cracking down on employees who haven't been going into the office at least consistently. That's the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa and Jen Elias. Hey, Dee. Hey, Carl. Thanks for that. Uh, Jen, you have broken so much news on Google over the last year plus. Um, It's interesting at this moment because I still remember when Google was the first to send their employees home. And they even talked about the advantages of remote work. This has more to do with return to office. Google's at kind of an interesting place in terms of profitability, what investors want, the AI race. Why do you think now they're demanding people come back? Well, I think that they've been expecting employees to come back for over a year now. But as you've seen, it's still somewhat competitive in the talent market. So mm-hmm. folks have been able to win extra remote work. And the company has tried to be like pretty nice and walk a tightrope. And now they're kind of saying, yeah, you're, we're going to tie these to performance reviews. We're going to start tracking badge data and trying to be a little bit more strict. And, um, you know, I think they face a lot of responsibility to fill out some of their offices, too. It's been like this carrot and stick approach, right? Last year, yeah. they were using Lizzo concerts to get employees back. And this yes. year, they're threatening performance reviews that it's going to play into that. Yes. You said it's competitive. Do you mm-hmm. think that may be changing, though? And that's why Google is able to say, come back or it's going to hurt you? Yes, I think so. I mean, we've seen, you know, with layoffs happening across the company, including um, at Google and all the other big tech companies. So there's still like a little bit of fear there where I think folks feel more motivated to make that FaceTime with their managers. Um, So, yeah, I think it's definitely shifting a little bit. It's kind of interesting where this puts Google and a lot of other big tech companies, right? Because they gain, their business gains when people work remotely. When you think about Google mm-hmm. trying to build its cloud business, um, yeah. a lot of its tools, right, to help people work from home. Right, right. But I think also, like, you, th- you see how they are in competition with AI right now. Yeah. Huge. They've also had some product leaks happen. And so that's reached competitors. And so there's been a lot more pressure, I think, to keep things in-house. And part of that, I think, their solution, they hope, is right. bringing people closer to them. Google's not alone, right? Amazon is trying to get workers back to the office, even a Salesforce. And you had Benioff, you know, a year ago. (laughs) Talk about all the benefits of remote work. It feels like tech is trying to get workers back into the office. At the same time, you're seeing pausing on construction of campuses. You've got Google San Jose, which I know you've reported on. You've got Amazon in Arlington, um, Virginia, pausing construction on three buildings. There even Salesforce is trying to lease out some office space just down the street from us here in San Francisco. Um, So like net net, how does this shape out? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting next several months, I think, because yes, they have paused a lot of the construction around their campuses, and yet they're still asking everyone to come back in. It might be tight quarters again. We don't know. They've, we know they've offset a bunch of their real estate. So um, I, I don't know. It would be interesting. Maybe we'll see some tension with employees, you know, yeah. complaining about why am I coming in if uh, <laughs> I don't have a desk. Right, and thing. if we're not building these other campuses. You have, su- you have your finger on the pulse of how employees are feeling, mm-hmm. the ones that you've talked to over the last 24 hours when this note was sent out yeah. by the chief people officer, get back in. How are they responding to it? Um, you know, it's definitely active on their meme generator <laughs> because <laughs> folks are uh, just, I think, like make, poking fun at the fact that they are trying to be a little bit more strict and stringent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's this like 
inherent, I think, opposition to anything that's like we're trying to control you type thing. Right. Google's all, always been very open in terms of like employees, what they're able to do, how they're able mm -hmm. to talk, you know, flexibility. And so I think this is like starting to rub them kind of the wrong way. Right. And, and this is not the Google way to use the stick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, usually it's, the it's carrot. A different, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a different strategy. Maybe a broader indication of what, what else will happen in big tech. So I'm going to hand yeah. it back over to you. And I should also say that, you know, big tech is doing this with their large campuses that are already built out, but the occupancy rates in San Francisco still pretty dismal. I think it's at 29%. So you're not seeing people come back downtown in a big way if the space isn't already there. Tech companies are trying to lure employees back into the office, but there seem to be two different approaches emerging. And that's the focus of today's Tech Check with Dear Jobosa. Ooh, good tease. What are they, Dee? Okay, well, you know, you could argue that there's actually three, but the two, carrot and stick, right? So you saw Google last year trying to entice people back with a Lizzo concert, more free stuff. But now we're seeing the stick come out. Google, for example, with performance reviews. You see this at other big tech companies too, Apple, Amazon, that are trying to get workers to go back to the office under this hybrid, um, hybrid arrangement. The third one, Kelly, is kind of interesting. Maybe let's call it altruism, right? This is what Salesforce is doing. They're basically saying that, hey, if you come in between these dates, we'll offer $10 to a charity of your choice. Um, so I don't know if it falls in any of those categories. But the point is that big tech companies are finding a whole host of reasons to try and get workers back into the office after, really, over the last few years, touting the benefits of remote work. You know, so many observations. I, You know, movie, uh, the other... Uh, I think a lot of it just comes down to people not wanting to commute. Uh, but I don't know if there's a, a pivot there, because Salesforce is one of the companies, Deirdre, that really trumpeted this whole idea of we don't have an office anymore, employees can do what they want. And then they seem to be kind of very quickly reversing as part of this broader crackdown on expenses and, and better operating. And they have their, uh, their yeah. investor meeting coming up here in about 10 minutes' time. That's right. The shareholder meeting happening today with some reported shakeups at the top. There's still this question of a Mark Benioff succession. Is there going to be able to have someone to come in after he lost his co-CEO earlier? And remember, there's still activist investors that are interested in this company. And there was that presentation that we saw, I think, at the end of last year that showed that Salesforce, in terms of a number of profitability metrics, operational metrics, hasn't necessarily been able to keep up with others in the space. It's done a pretty good job this year, though, despite that activist pressure. It's up, what, nearly 60 percent year to date. And also, you know, can play into the whole AI shift. Of course, Benioff is going to be talking about Einstein and other things that they're doing. Um, but it'll be an interesting shareholder meeting, especially return to office, all these other topics on the table. Yeah. And I think they are seen. Would you say they're a bit of, I mean, a bit of a bellwether? Yeah, especially, that's the other part I didn't mention, so thank you, enterprise spending, right? That is still a big question. Everyone is so excited about artificial intelligence and generative AI, but there is this question in the background, how quickly is enterprise spend recovering? And that affects Salesforce, but also in AWS, right, at Amazon and the other hyperscalers, their cloud units. How quickly is that or isn't that picking up? Right, and that's a question we've been trying to ask pretty much anyone yeah. who comes through and, and is on the B2B side, because there have been some conflicting reports. You know, some make it, you Absolutely. know, I, I think even back to Sentinel-1 last week, you know, down whatever it was, 30, 40 percent in a day. And they cited difficult macro conditions, implying that businesses are pulling back on some cyber spend. Well, OK, but their competitors aren't necessarily. And even the analysts following it were sort of saying we're not sure that that's entirely the story here. Absolutely. That is such a good point, Kelly. It is a big debate in the tech world right now that kind of gets pushed to the background because of all the talk about AI. The biggest question, you know, Salesforce is 
a bellwether, but you could argue AWS at Amazon, Amazon's cloud unit is the biggest bellwether. And you constantly hear people asking, has it bottomed? That's the key question here. All right, Deirdre, thank you very much. Our Deirdre Bosa reporting. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.